0: and welcome to the hundred podcast It's Ed and charlie here with you hope you're well today we're kicking off our team preview series for the 2023 we're doing a preview for every single men's and women's side in the hundred kicking off with the southern brave men's side i don't want to i don't want to jinx anything here charlie i don't think the southern brave men are looking very good this year i'm going to call it early doors i'm going to call it early in the podcast
1: I am not sold or convinced in this side. That's interesting. It really is. I feel like there's a lot of quality in this team, but I do know what you mean. I feel like this team, as we saw last year, is only ever a few gusts of wind and a couple of pulled hammies here and there away from a disaster. But if that doesn't happen, they could be a really, really strong outfit. For me, this is quite a hard one to work out. And I think you'll see my thoughts evolve as we go along here. There's a lot to get into.
0: Yeah, Southern Brave, interesting side. Won the first tournament useless last year and there's multiple reasons for that but they really struggled it's going to be an interesting year look there are you know a lot of quality players and let's start with the batting lineup you've got devon conway who's had a fantastic ipl james vince one of the all-time white ball players in domestic england cricket alex davies lewis de in good form tim david one of the best finishers in the world plus Finn Allen at the top of the order. There's a lot to like about this side, I think, in the batting department. couple of left-handers, people with various different roles, Tim David just absolutely hitting bombs at the bottom. There's a, there's a lot to like
1: here to start things off. 100%. I think that top order is very exciting. Finn Allen is a player that we've both loved for a while now. He still has a career strike rate of over 170, which... Given the amount he's played now, he's seriously impressive. He can hit a seriously long ball. He's a cracking player. And Devin Conway, I think we've both been a little bit hard on in the past, but he's come into his own recently. He's redeveloped into a very fine T20 opener. And I think Alan and Conway are very complementary. You've got a right-hand and a left-hander. You've got one player who's going to go very, very hard from ball one and one player who's going to score a lot of runs while not necessarily taking too many risks in Devon Conway. Add to that, James Vince, who in the last couple of years has really upped his game. And he's another player who scores runs quite quickly without necessarily taking too many risks. But I think his hitting has really come on leaps and bounds recently too. I think he's a very fine player. That top order for me is very, very good. Middle order, perhaps number four and five, maybe not quite sold on as much for me. I don't know about you, but for me, that might be a question mark.
0: Yeah, I get that. Look, I think Alex Davis in the middle order's been a bit stodgy of late, Now, I do think that they kind of value what he brings in the middle overs. I, I get it. Lewis Dupre is a really nice player. I think he adds a lot. And look, I, I love Tim David. Obviously, I think batting depth wise, look, you've got James Fuller, Chris Jordan, Rehan Ahmed. So I'm not concerned about the depth. But I do get what you mean. I think Devin Conway we have been too hard on of years past. He's not really our kind of player, but I just think he suits the Southern Brave really, really well, actually. He's a good player of spin as well, sweeps nicely, those big boundaries, I think you like that. And he scores lots of runs at the top of the order. I think that's really helpful, especially when you have dynamic players like Alan, Deploy, David, who you can build that around. The fact they have Conway and Bintu are going to churn out runs at a good rate, then Alan, then Deploy, then David – you wonder if that means you're not totally convinced about having Alex Davies in that middle order, but hey, I, I think there's a lot to like. And also, you know, I like the fact that they have a couple of left-handers in there. All of their batters bat in different ways. I think that there's there's, there's no... You know, it's very difficult to have coherent bowling plans that are similar to each of them. I like that variety. So, you know, with that batting depth, and, you know, I'm, I'm not completely sold on Alex Davies at four, but I think it's a strong batting lineup. My concern here actually stems from the bowling side of things and look i think you know that the southern brave seam attack has been has been fabled and, and rightly so you look at this attack and you've got craig overton who's been fantastic in the power play we've been we've been big on craig overton as a, as a power play bowler and i think in that role he's fantastic we know how good tom wells and chris jordan are you know whatever kind of form they are in um, Chris Jones, a fantastic team a tactician as well. I think he's a quality, quality bowler. Uh, at Time Will Mills, we know the quality of pace and ability at the death. You know, you've got James Fuller and George Garton. I think they'll probably go with James Fuller because Garton hasn't been completely fit, hasn't been bowling at his best. I-, I like that seam attack. My concern here is what else they have. Rayhan Ahmed, you know, hasn't had the best year for Leicester and t of Cricket, but very talented leggy. You love that. Beyond that, the, their only bowling options are Tim David is part-time off-spin, and we believe, theoretically, Lewis deployed bowl some slow-left armors, but we haven't actually got a great deal of evidence of it. You know, they only really have five bowlers, and I'm just not sure I see I'm completely sold on these five bowlers consistently coming together for 100 quality deliveries. That's my concern.
1: It's a funny one, isn't it? I I know exactly what you mean here. For me, I was surprised in the World Cup draft that they went the way they did. I mm-hmm. felt like this team needed a second spinner who you could actually fit into this team to add something different to Ran Ahmed, perhaps one who could bat in the top six. You know, maybe someone like a, a Brett oliveira, for example. I'm not saying him he would have been my pick, but he's an example of the, the type of player that they might have looked for. Maybe a Saif Zai, for example, maybe Luke Wells, that kind of player. Mm-hmm. Now, Chahan, Jaffa Jahan really like him a lot of potential however i don't see a way which you can play him and rehan ahmed in the same team because they're doing pretty much the exact same thing i don't see why you'd do that matthew fisher as well obviously got a lot of potential Little more than that. Hasn't played barely at all this season for Yorkshire in the Blast. Only a handful of games. Hasn't really taken many wickets either. I don't see any way he gets into this team either. Even if he did, I don't see what he brings that is particularly different to what's already there. That really limits what you can do because I feel like the first team, with the exception of Fuller or Garton, that's the only question mark you have. The rest of it picks itself because the rest of the players in this squad, they're bench players and that's it. And I feel like, that gives you a very, very limited amount of flexibility with this team. So that does limit their options considerably.
0: I think that's a good word, flexibility here. With Craig Overton, you think you bowl in the power play, you bowl in the middle of us. That's great. Ray Haname is probably only going to bowl in the middle of us. And look, you know, Chris Jordan, Tom and Mills, guns. But you're going to want them definitely with some overs at the top, you'd think, because I'm not sure how many overs in the power play you want to give um, you want to give James Fuller necessarily there's gonna be a lot of pressure there and then you know I, I worry about how they piece together those middle overs how you know how, how are they going to to slot in time or with five deliveries whereas Jordan's going is five deliveries how can they make sure they aren't shortchanged at any point you don't want Overton bowling after 75 deliveries in I do think there's concern all five of them are, are good bowlers and I know I'm just concerned about how they piece that together. And I think James Vincent is going to have to captain very, very well, especially with the fact that you just, you just want them a bit of part-time left arm spin or a bit, you know, just another spin option I think would be really helpful. So I I do have genuine concerns about this bowling lineup. And I think my takeaway from this side is that you look at a lot of the individual pieces and and you're super excited. I mean, (laughs) Chris Jordan, Tymo Mills, Ray Ahmed, Tim David, James Vince, Devon Coleman, Finn Allen, all these players we love. I'm just not completely sure this side fits nicely together. I'm just the, – the, the batting lineup. I see the vision, the bowling lineup, I'm just a bit concerned. And I do think there's going to have to be some really good coaching and captaining
1: to, to make this side realise its full potential. And I will say on that that both captain and coach – Stephen Fleming and James Vince have both got very good track records of squeezing every single ounce of talent out of their resources. James Vince obviously has been a superb captain for many years now, both for the Southern Brave and for Hampshire. And as we all know, Stephen Fleming has done wonders with the China Super Kings. That creaking aging squad comes back every year and every year he squeezes another round out of MS another round out of Wayne Bravo. He does it every single time. So If you have this kind of squad, he is the perfect man, as is James Vince, to be in charge and lead it. Whether or not that's going to be quite enough to see him all the way through to the final, I don't know. I feel like all it takes is a couple of injuries, mainly that bowling attack. And I feel like you're in real trouble because I just don't have as much confidence in the bench options as I do to any of the top 11 players who we have starting. I think that's a real concern.
0: I do think that's the thing that that pushes me subtly to to the to the brink with the bowling lineup. Is if you could tell me that Mills, Overton, Ahmed, Jordan, and Fuller are all going to play every game, I can I can I can vibe with that. I think at any point, or Mill, Mills maybe misses a couple of games, or Chris Jordan misses a game, or you know, James Fuller misses a game. I'm suddenly not so sure how this side quite fits together, and, and I think that's my concern. You like the individual pieces, but I'm just not convinced that it's quite going to work. And I think James Vince and Chris Jordan, the leaders of this side, are going to have to do a lot of work. And before we get on to what our predictions are, this is a bit of a weird one to watch. And I'm not going to go with the obvious option of Rehan Ahmed because everyone knows I'm a Leicestershire fan. He's just signed a contract until 2027. And fair play, Rehan, He's a gun. I think he's one of the most exciting cricketers in the world. But I'm not going to go with that. It's too easy. My one to watch, the sexiest T20 cricketer of all time, Craig Overton. Um, if Craig Overton look is if Craig Overton is Craig Overton, I think is the best way of saying this. But look his power play record in T Twenty cricket and Hundred cricket, fantastic. He is a perfect role player this year in the Blast for Somerset. His economy out of seven point three five is really really impressive. And and look, Taunton's not been as much of a batting paradise this year as it has in previous years, but he's been excellent, taken eighteen wickets, averaging twenty. You know, I I think he's just a really good role player and one that actually I think people should be talking a little bit more about. I know it's not sexy, you know, Craig Overton's role, but he does it really, really well. And if he can just bash out those power play overs, when you have a gun leggy, you have two gun death bowlers,
1: that, that you start to feel a bit better. He's really come on in the last couple of seasons. His power play record is very, very good. He's also increasingly good during the middle overs as well. He's definitely added a lot of versatility to his game there. He's not just a one-trick pony as he was a couple of years ago. There is some more to his game now. He's definitely a very, very good one to watch. I respect you there, but I will raise you a Finn Allen. Yeah, Finn Allen is... A lovely player. He will absolutely not die wondering. He will go very, very hard for ball one, He'll get nothing or he'll get 100 from 40 balls. And that is exactly the kind of player that I really love watching. They don't really have many players like that in this team. It's him and Tim David, who are the two players who you know are going to tee off from ball one. The rest are going to be a little bit more conservative, you would think. But Finn Allen, I think, is the guy who's going to come in at the top of the order and set the tempo. And if he gets off to a flyer, then they are going to be posting some very, very interesting scores indeed. So for me, Finn Allen, watch out after this podcast google finn allen
0: major league cricket run out and just see just see what you find um because oh. hey uh finn needs to be slightly more awake if he wants to score a, a ton of runs in the hundred we got a bit complacent in major league cricket bless finn hey look the more I talk through this side, the better I feel. They've got a great coach, I think. Jordan and Vince, are two of the best minds out there. You know, we've we, we've talked to Joe Maiden. they analyst this before. He's a he's a good cricket mind as well. I, I I like a lot about this side, and the more I talk about them, the more I feel better. But you know, I, I think I'm fine with the batting lineup. I think it's really well pieced together. I'm just concerned about heading into this tournament with five bowlers some of which are injury prone tim david's offies and some theoretical slow left arms from lewis deploy I, I just think this bowling attack is going to be found a bit wanting sometimes and for me that stops me thinking of them as one of the top sides of the competition i still think that they're definite challenges for the top three i still think there is absolutely a pathway for them to winning this tournament i just i don't love the depth and i don't I'm just not completely sold on how this side is going to piece itself together. I've got concerns. I, I just, I just don't have a, I don't have a fantastic feeling about a side full of good players. yet.
1: I feel like if everyone is fit and if everyone's on form, this is still going to be a top three side. My concern is that they're not going to be because mm. history shows us that some of these players, particularly the bowlers are just not going to be fit for every game. There's no side against them. It's just how it is. And if that does happen, then I can see the side slipping back into the peloton. And it'd be a real shame because I think this team has a lot of talent, a lot to like. But it's just quite hard for me to envisage it going exactly to plan, just going off what we know of these players' histories. So a lot to like, but I'm not sure they're quite going to be the force they were in season one. Over the weekend, I was in
0: Bournemouth, Tangent. And uh, there were 50 mile an hour winds scheduled, and um, me and Sam, my girlfriend went for a walk on the beach. It did not last very long. My concern, and I think is, is pretty much the point, if those winds come back and a gust was to cross across the Aegeus Bowl uh, whilst say the seam bowling lines with the Southern Brave was was walking along, I think the side would be in real real difficult uh, difficulty. I think if their stars stand up, great, they're competing. Just have my, just have my concerns. But there's our look at the Southern Brave men's side. We're doing a team preview for every single franchise, men's and women's, in this 100. Right now, you can also listen to the Southern Brave women's preview. It's on your feed right now. Go look at it. And also, you can find out all of our stuff at Podcast 100 on Twitter. That's the place to be. But for now, thank you very much for listening. We'll speak to you next time.